All right, this is going to be our third podcast, Harry. This is pretty exciting. Is it? I'm excited. I think I'm more excited than you look. I'm looking across at you right now. You just don't look very excited. <laughs> Welcome to podcast number three. Yeah, this is Fitness Sucks with Mark and Harry. I am uh, uh, I am Mark, and over there is Harry. He is the uh, uh, owner and, and proprietor of a little fitness shop called Lifestyle Renovations here in Titusville, Florida. That would be us. I hear it's a fancy place. Oh, yeah, it's really, really high-tech. Yeah, and I am uh, Mark. I am the owner and proprietor of another little fancy fitness shop called MoFit directly across the parking lot from Harry. He's being quite humble. His place is ginormous with a gi. We're talking about my gym, right? That too. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, we're literally right across the uh, parking lot from each other. Sometimes our my, my athletes are out there working out, and your athletes are out there working out, and we're, you know, your athletes are flipping mine off, and ours are saying, who are those idiots over there? And yours are saying, look at those morons over here. And then we have these big gang fights, and then the cops come, and there's blood all over the parking lot, and then the fire department has to get shown up, and then, you know, they shut down entire blocks of the city and commerce, and the economy goes all to hell. Don't, Remember don't, when that happened last week? Don't forget the medevac helicopters. Oh, I completely forgot those. Those are a big part of it, yeah. All right, so obviously none of that is true. Uh, um, uh, but uh, we do these podcasts once a week now. This is number three. So do you want to hear some interesting statistics about the ones that we've done so far? Please share. I've got some neat, uh, some neat uh, things here. So um, we have been listened to. We've done two podcasts so yes, far sir. before this one. We've been listened to 47 times. Not bad for two podcasts. Not bad. I don't think so, right? For two? I mean, I have no idea what to base that on. So We need to find the podcast growth curve yeah i guess we, we need to do um you know what we should do we should how oh, we did that last week no yeah we'll, we'll, we'll wait shh, shh, shh. oh i thought that was a helicopter, helicopter. Off kanye west lawyers no. i was worried there for a second he's too stupid to have lawyers can't do that <laughs> all right enough of the kanye west bashing i mean that's like kicking a puppy i mean it's too easy you know what i mean you just wait, wait, Mark. You kick puppies? No, I don't. Of course, I, I would never kick a puppy, but I would diss Kanye West. Apparently, yes, for like half an hour. But we did a lot of that last week. Yes, so yes, we're not going to do it anymore. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we got to find some way to get this podcast to grow. And I, I think, um, you know, probably the easiest way is just make keep making awesome podcasts like we've been doing. Hey, right? I hear that Miracle Grow stuff works phenomenal on plants, right? Are you talking about the same thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Miracle Grow. I'm trying. I'm <sighs> drinking some coffee over here. Well, that's, hope you don't mind. You sure that's not pre-workout? Yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, coffee is a great pre-workout in and of itself. Okay, so uh, let's talk about this. So let's see. I'm looking at the statistics here. We've been listened to 47 times. Can you guess what the most common uh, uh, platform is that we've been listened to on? Would it be iTunes it by chance? Is iTunes. You, what do I get? What do I win? Uh, you get me not slowing, throwing a uh, elastic band at your face. So I'm going to hold off on that. I was going to do it. Score! But, but your prize is that I'm not going to. Right. So then after that, it was Chrome, which I don't get because Chrome is merely a browser. So we've had 19 listens on pod, on Apple Podcasts, which is iTunes, and then 15 on Chrome, and then Stitcher, only three. But here's the interesting thing. Uh, if you look at where people are that are listening to our podcast, obviously most of them are in Florida. So 37 of them are down here in Florida. Excellent. Um, and then we had a couple up in Tennessee. So I've got friends in Tennessee. So do I. Well, no, no, no. They're not in Tennessee at the moment. <clears throat> okay. And then, and then um, Illinois. We had one person in Illinois. Who do you know in Illinois? Anybody? I don't think I know anybody in Illinois. Interesting. So that's organic, I wonder. 
Possibly. And then we had two in New York State. Yep. One of those is mine. Okay. And then uh, New Hampshire. And that, that was my parents. So one from New Hampshire. Yeah. Pretty I cool. who the other one in New York was. I don't know. It's uh, two. Two from New York. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so uh, our our topic of discussion on this, our third episode of Fitness Sucks with Pod and Harry, we try to tie in fitness somehow, right? There's tying in fitness? Shoes, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, if you don't tie your shoes, they'll come off and they can become a hazard during your workout. You must always work out safely. I guess you could, you could, you could tie battle rope and then untie it, tie it and then untie it. Yeah, that'd be a really good uh, wrist and forearm workout. Yeah, because that, that rope is almost the same gauge as the rope they like tie up uh, cruise ships with. I mean, it's heavy gauge, heavy gauge rope. Yeah, that is true. Pretty close here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So our topic this week is superhuman feats done by normal humans. Is that like when your feet are really big? That would be potentially one thing in a in a punny sort of way, I guess. Um. But no, no, not really. We're talking about, I mean, you've, you've heard the stories about how a guy you know, comes across an accident and lifts the car up while, the, while the, the, the fair maiden who got pinned under the car you know, lives. I thought her name was out. Betty, and he got like all green because she was in trouble. And, stuff. <laughs> and he's radioactive? Yeah, slightly. <laughs> very, very slightly. But you know what I'm talking about. There's all these stories about uh, things that happen that are superhuman, where people, usually in scary situations or tense situations where they... Do things that shouldn't be possible by the average human. Well, the question is, is that truly a true statement? I mean, is it not possible for an average human or is it the situation that makes it possible for the average human? That's an interesting uh, clarification because, I mean, by the definition of possible, if it was done, it was possible. Precisely. And therefore not impossible. So that's an interesting, interesting take on it. Um, so before we dive into this, I see you brought up, you, you have a notepad there with some notes. I've got some good stuff here to talk about too, but before we do it, uh, what do you think are the, are the, uh, top 10 most wanted superpowers? So we're talking superpowers now, you know, invisibility, super speed, x-ray vision. So I've, I've got a list of the top 10 here. This is according to a website called the top tens.com. They do a bunch of different, you know, top tens on different subjects, right? So this is the top 10 most wanted superpowers. All right. Now, what, what is the most, what do you think is going to be number one? It's the one that I thought would be number one. ESPN? <laughs> Where do you get ESPN from? I mean, ESP. ESP? Okay. No, that is, uh, uh, so like mind reading, mind control, that kind of thing. Yes. Or telekinesis. Even. Correct. Yep. No, that's, that's actually pretty deep in the list. I really? thought that flying, being able to fly would be number one. It wasn't? Nope. So here we go. Start at, start at number 10. I was kind of mine through these. So mind control actually is number 10. Uh, number nine is super speed. See, I thought that one would be a lot farther down, I too. I figured that'd be like three. Dude, super speed would be... That would be up, up there on my personal list of ones that I would want to have. Hey, I want a cappuccino from, say, a little bistro in France. Boom. I'm there. I'm I have it. Hey, yeah. Uh, it's not even cold. Of course, the cup would be empty because yeah, friction and evaporation. Let's not get into the physics of this, please. Let's I don't. I don't think the cup would have the same, you know, super uh, abilities that you have to travel. In fact, I'm going to have some coffee. Give me barely one second here. But I am sure that one of the Yeti-style cups would be able to make that journey and not melt to slag. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So super speed. That's uh, number nine. Super strength is number eight. Again. Uh, I could do a lot of really neat stuff with super strength. I would go crazy with that. 
Does it Would come you? with green or not with green? No, it's just super strength in general. See, the green part makes it that much more interesting. You think? I think so. Being big and green? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I would. I just, the Hulk would not be a bad thing. Predicting the future is number seven. See, I, I've got... I could go down a rabbit hole with that one, too. Because yeah, I, I agree. Once you predict the future, it's no longer the future. Precisely. It's just a tangent there. Well, Correct. Let's, let's not go down that road, either. Yeah, no, no. We could we could talk about that for uh, an entire hour. So telekinesis is number six. Different than mind control. Not, mind control is number ten. So that's just I pick crap up with my mind and I hit you with it. Yes. All Darth Vader-y. Spoon bending. That kind of stuff. Oh, yes, I would. Because that's handy. Yeah, yeah. You never know when you're going to have to an emergency situation that requires that you bend a spoon. Oh, man, I do love some coffee. Okay. Uh, number four is invisibility. Also, um, no, no, no. I could see invisibility ranking up there because you could see would be invisibility. A, yes, up. I would really in, you see what you did. You there? could see yeah. invisibility ranking yeah. up there because, you know, being invisible, you're in a bad situation. And then you're just like, you know what? I'm not here. You know, I, I and this is this is me. Anybody who knows me knows I'm about to go here. Uh-oh. But the invisibility superpower, immediately I become 16 years old again. And Mark, for shame. Every single use of my invisibility superpower involves boobs and looking at them. Mark, for shame. I mean, we're, we're older, noble gentlemen now. We I don't think... Not- that, I, those are base elements. We I, would not be like that. If you had the invisibility superpower, it would be a responsibility of yours to, with, to, to fulfill the expectations of adolescent males across the world to do that with your superpower. You would have to do that. To yank out a famous quote, with great power comes... Great responsibility. Precisely. And with that great power also, you said yank, probably plenty of yanking. <laughs> Number three is time manipulation. No... I don't even get that one. I, I don't see. I don't see the point in that. Okay, so time manipulation would almost be a tangent on super speed because if you can go and just alter time at will, it's almost like you're fast enough to make changes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so it's it's almost super speed. They're kind of almost the same thing. Yeah. Uh, somebody would probably some physicist would argue that with us. Let's not go down that road. All right. Number two is flight. See, that was what the one I thought would be with number one. You know, when I was a kid. I left a, you know, when my, my teeth fell out and I, you would leave them under your pillow for the Tooth Fairy, you mm-hmm. know, I left a note. Who apparently is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He is the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> well, I would leave notes for Dwayne Johnson under my pillow. Uh, and I, I, one time I asked for um, uh, the Tooth Fairy to grant me the ability to fly. How was that landing, Mark? It was tough. Thankfully, we had carpeting in that room, and it, because don't laugh, uh, I was in the up, the upper bunk of a bunk bed as well. So I, uh, I I woke up, I shoved my hand under the pillow. It was gone. My note was gone. Of course, there was a quarter there for me, um, but I jumped off the bunk and uh, no no fly, no, no fly no, mark. It was a no fly zone. Yep. And number one is teleportation. Now that one I could wrap my head my head around. What was that movie where the guy kept? Uh, um, I don't know, maybe eight, ten years ago, the guy could do that. And he would, like, teleport himself inside a bank vault and then take the money and then teleport himself somewhere, like, to a mountaintop. Wasn't that push? Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. I think I think that was it. Push. Yes, my, my vast store of useless information comes in handy. I think that is right. I'm going to Google that while you're talking for a second. Push. I think, I think that was it. Man, that movie um, conjured up just hours upon hours of daydreaming for me because that was... That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Where would you teleport to? Push the movie. Yeah, that was it. 
pushes a 2009 American superhero film directed by... No, I don't think this was it. Hmm. Whatever. There's a lot of teleporting in Bush, though. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the one I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, that would be an awesome superpower. I could, I could definitely do that. And he did steal from bank vaults. Okay, that's where he had all. Of it. That's where he got all of his money. And did he? Did he beat some? I remember at one point he uh, uh, he killed his nemesis by transporting them into some high tension power lines. Samuel L. Jackson, actually. Is that who it was? I believe Samuel L. Jackson okay. was in that movie. Because I'm remembering, I'm remembering bits and pieces of it. Now, see, so so before next week, we we need to go some homework. We, yeah, we so we need go to go watch, watch Push movie. again. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's start with you. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, some some actual superhuman thing that has actually happened at to some me? point. Yeah. Personally? No, no, no. You have a, you have a story to regale us. Okay, so there's I know a, you can't do anything superhuman. I'm look not at, at you. all, please. Come on, I'm just mundane. Right. I'm a normal. Kind of. So there's a story that dates back to, uh, of all days, April Fool's Day, 2013, regarding a Hannah Smith. Um, she was out for a walk with her 14-year-old sister. Yeah. She's 16 years old at the time. And um, her father, he liked to, uh, they, had a, they had a large property, and her father liked to do some work on their, uh, on their tractor. He had a Ferguson T020, which... According to Sebex, fully fueled weighed 1.4 tons. Okay. So it's, it's heavy. Slightly. Just, you know, right here. Yeah. And um, she hears screaming and she, you know, she's assuming dad's yanking her chain and pulling an April Fool's joke. And then she hears another scream, which sounded fairly authentic. And she and her daughter, I mean, she and her sister run back and find dad trapped under the inverted now. Oh, man. Ferguson T0, I mean, TO20. Um, with the engine block resting upon his chest, yeah. gasping for air. Yeah, okay. Initial instinct, try to dig him out, but the ground had been tilled, so it was soft, and they weren't getting much traction, so they tried to grab the two smaller front tires and lift the vehicle off of Dad. Right. Uh, several tries, exasperation, flight or fight instinct kicks in. Ah, Adrenaline is coursing through their veins. She and her 14-year-old sister, over the course of time, moved this thing three feet off of dad's chest, saving his life. Now, here's where it gets interesting. At this point, they let go of, they didn't care what this thing was. They only understood one thing. We need to save dad. The weight of the vehicle did not play in. It's mass. None of that. All they knew was... This was a dire situation, and we had to do something to correct it. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, after this massive exertion, oh, by the way, Dad said, by the way, do not tell Mom. <laughs> Isn't it odd how that happens? <laughs> yeah. Don't let your mother know. Isn't it crazy that as, as bad as that situation was, Mom finding out is even worse? Precisely. <laughs> I mean, he came out with some bruised ribs and a broken wrist, I believe, there yeah. was story regales, but other than yeah. that, he was largely fine. <laughs> so later that evening, after this Herculean, I mean – hands down, Herculean effort between her and her sister, Hannah passes out from fatigue. For the next two weeks, Hannah could not move. She'd largely strained every single muscle from the neck down, ending her young budding basketball career, but... But she still had a dad. Still had a dad. Yeah. So, so I mean, what? let's think about how that worked. I mean, her body really did that stuff, right? Correct. So... I mean, from my own knowledge of how the sympathetic nervous system works and, and what it does, when you're in a situation like that, um, your sympathetic nervous system takes over and it starts immediately prepping your body for 
Battle. Battle, yeah. Your heart rate goes up. You start uh, preloading your blood with oxygen. Your adrenaline starts pumping up like it, like you're just preloading it like a spring ready Precisely. to go. And then, uh, and then, boom, off you go. Suddenly, you're Superman for exactly one minute. Natural need- pre-workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just dangle yourself off the edge of a building, and, and you're going to be able to do stuff. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's, there's truth to that. It really does work. So here's another one. You want to hear another good one? Please, sure. Aaron Ralston. Have you ever heard that name? No, I haven't. You've heard... Um, Let's see. Uh, there was a movie in 2010 called 127 Hours. It was based on this guy. He's a climber. He's a rock yes, climber. Yes, the gentleman <clears throat> who uh, literally sawed off his arm with a Swiss Army knife? Yep. Back in 2003, um, he was trapped in a remote canyon with uh, no food, no water, called for help, nothing. Nobody came. Uh, he tied off his forearm with a tourniquet, and he used a knife in his multi-tool, so like a Leatherman tool. Right, and those knives aren't uh, not the sharpest tools no, in the toolbox, really. I mean, they're they're used for. I mean, for like, I mean, I mean, what do you use a multi tool for? Tool for multiple purposes, <laughs> right? But it's usually like unscrewing a Phillips head screwdriver when exactly. that's the only thing around. You know, peeling an apple, maybe. That's that, about it. That can of survival rations. You got. How am I going to get in this darn thing? So he tourniqueted off his forearm, and he used his multi tool, his Leatherman knife, to cut through skin. Muscle, bone, yes, and uh, he freed his arm from the boulder that had pinned it down. So that was ultimately what happened. He fell; a boulder fell on his arm and pinned him. And he was he was absolutely right in knowing that nobody was going to come and, and save him. I mean, they, you know where he was. No, people don't just come hiking by. Hey, dude, down there, yite. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I was just watching you do that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, it, it, when you think about that, can you imagine uh, sawing your own arm off? But, I mean, you can't really. You, you have to be in that situation to even think about it. I mean, you would do things. Uh, Survival instinct alone. Fight or flight. It's, it's um, you know, uh, it's either cut your arm off or die. So you've got, you've got two options left at that point. Be a living person with one arm or be a dead person with two arms. You know, red pill or blue pill. Choose one and choose fast, because night's coming and the wolves are on the way. Right? Why has it got to be a pill? Can it be herbal? Yeah, it could be whatever you want. Just use your own brain, Harry. Come on. <laughs> um, so uh, I was I was reading up, kind of uh, doing some more research on on how that worked, and I came across this. Uh, this is in Scientific America. Um, and here's, here's actually their wording on it. Under acute stress, the body's sympathetic nervous system prepares the body for sustained vigorous action. The adrenal gland dumps cortisol and adrenaline into the blood system. Blood pressure surges and the heart races, delivering oxygen and energy to the muscles. It's the biological equivalent of opening the throttle of an engine. Pre-workout. Yeah, pre-workout, exactly. They're leaving out the beta alanine. That is true. And get caffeine. some of that, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got, uh, you got anything else? Well, let's hearken back to historic lore. Did you ever hear of a group of warriors called Berserkers? Yeah, but I don't remember where. Nordic times. Okay. So the Berserkers were renowned and feared for their fury in battle. They were supposed to enter a trance-like state called Berserkergang. (laughs) And these warriors, during this state displayed not simply superhuman strength, but nigh invulnerability. They were supposedly immune to both fire and iron. 
So these guys would literally throw off their clothing and tear through the enemy, slaying everything in their path until this translite state ended. Their mind had one singular focus. It wasn't who is in our way. It was simply destroy the opponent. After which, similar to the previous story, they'd sleep for several days because once this really tank was empty, pretty spent. it was fully empty. So this is kind of a, a uh, hyper version of walking on hot coals. Precisely. Yeah. So That's pretty cool. They found a way to initiate the fight or flight instinct at will. On demand. Precisely. What an awesome ability that would be. But I mean you got to you got to budget the time to recover from that too. I mean yeah, you, you can't you can't crash in the middle of the battle. No, cuz it's going to be a net zero at the end. At the end of it you're you're going to be you know you could you could expend normal amount of energy over the same 10-day period and still be normal again at the end of 10 days or you could do that for 45 minutes and recover for 9 9 days, 23 hours and 15 minutes. But if you fail you die. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be pretty good at it. You got to practice that. You want to practice that out in the parking lot later? Sure. We'll like pick up your car and then just kind of drag it around in a fury state. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go out there. We will, uh, we'll, we'll take some NyQuil. <laughs> take some NyQuil. <laughs> we'll get into a, we'll get into a, or ZQuil if you don't want the medicine stuff. We'll, we'll take some ZQuil, but we'll take twice the normal amount. So we sleep for nine no, days? No, 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 no. We're, we're going to take twice the normal amount of ZQuil, but we're going to stay standing up out in the parking lot. And we're going to go into a trance-like Z state. And we're going to become Z-Zerkers. And we're going to pick up... Then what we're going to do is we're going to interlock arms. And we're gonna pick go, up the biggest pillow we could find nope, and pass out? Nope, we're nope. gonna We're going to walk out in front of the train. We're going to interlock arms. We're going to take some ZQuil. We're going to go walk out in front of the train. And it's going to be like... Um, what was that Will Smith movie where he was the superhero that he didn't want to be? You know what I'm talking Hancock. about? Hancock. Hancock. It'll be just like Hancock where he slams the train and all the all the cars derail for like a mile down the track. That's going to be us. We're going to do that. And then, he acts, and then you just brush yourself off. I'm so excited. We, we need to go do that like right now. Get your cameras out. I'm going to go down to... There's a, uh, Where's the GoPro? Where's the GoPro? <laughs> there's a drugstore right across the street. I'm going to go get some z We're going to shoot up. We're going to go do some train stopping. I thought it was train spotting. Nope. This is a completely different thing. We're going we're gonna to Hancock that train. It's now a verb. All right, I've got one more. You ready for one more? Please. Okay. Uh, and this 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 was a this was a big news. Thing. I know you're going to remember this. Uh, this is back in 2010 in Chile. Remember the miners? Yes. Yeah. So um, how many of them were there? There were 33 miners. They were trapped in a in a collapsed mine for 69 days. That is a long time to live with practically nothing. Here's here's what they did. And this isn't necessarily superhuman as much as it is just uh, will to live. Yeah, will to live survival. Every 48 hours, each of the 33 miners ate two spoons of tuna, a half a glass of milk, and half a cookie. That was it for 69 days. But you got to figure, too, they didn't have that regimen for all of those 69 days because it took probably a week for them to figure out no one was coming. Very true. And then even then... You know, you got to assume no one's coming, but just hope they do. And so you just try to stay alive on the off chance that someone's coming. I mean, they, I mean, they, you know, they're going to be looking for you anyway. Survival over despair. Yeah. And they were, yeah, 69 days later, they were pulled to uh, safety. And they even helped clear away material, uh, you know, debris and stuff for the, for, the, for the tunnel that they escaped through when their rescuers got to them. So they still had enough energy left to help dig 
Well, I wouldn't say that they had enough energy left. They summoned up the energy to escape. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, it's, I mean, fight or flight uh, definitely takes, but this is, that's more of a, uh, uh, you know, survival thing. Well, man, got to say, though, that's, that's some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, it speaks to the fact that what the mind wants to do, the body will respond to. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool stuff. I still say I want, uh, I want invisibility for my superpower. <laughs> I'm still saying x ray vision. Um, that would be cool, too. You can accomplish almost the same things with x-ray vision that I would with my invisibility. Look at people's hands and bone structure and make sure that they don't have any misalignments and are hurting themselves during their workout? You know, also that, sure. All right, this has been Fitness Sucks with Mark and Harry, a weekly podcast where we occasionally talk about fitness. Or, like, really bizarre things like superhuman people. Yeah. This was a cool episode. I, I enjoyed talking about this stuff. Yeah, next episode, we've got to tie in more movies. You want to spend the next couple of hours still talking about it more, but not on the podcast? How, how about we actually watch Push and try to see if that was the movie you were thinking of? Yeah, okay. I'm going to end the podcast here, and uh, we're going to queue up Push. We're going to put the AC back on first. Oh, please, don't mention that since... Since we survived the storm, Florida has become the ant underneath the magnifying glass. Yeah, a little production note. We have to kill the air conditioner in the studio when we record because you can hear it real loud. So it's, a, it's a window unit. And it's not been on since we started. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you have any questions for the Fitness Sucks at, uh, with Mark and Harry podcast, just uh, email us at fitness at uh, fitness sucks at mofit.com. What was that? That's F-I-T-N-E-S-S-S-U-C-K-S at mofit.com. All right. Harry, we'll see you next week. Looking forward to it.